Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I am here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. First of all, thank you so much for joining me again on the podcast. I'm really, really, really excited to have you joining me today and I'm doing a very different type of episode today, but I'm very, 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 very excited for it. So I'm First of all, I'm going to be doing like a little bit of a case study kind of vibe today and giving you some key fundamental steps that you can use to help you align to your goals and make the progress that you want to make. So I'm really, really, really excited for today. I'm going to be actually going through how one of my fabulous, fabulous, lovely, lovely clients um, dropped her gene size and flourished her food relationship. So if you're relating to that, you need to listen to this episode because I'm going to be giving you some really important steps that you need to do to help you heal your food relationship and just see physical changes if that's aligned to you without the fixation, without the obsession, without the fixating on progress pictures every single week, but just seeing shifts as a byproduct of a healthy lifestyle. So I'm very excited for this episode. Obviously, before I jump on into it, we need to go through the crystal that I've got this week and I've actually brought along Moonstone. Um, I don't tend to bring this along that much and I'm sat here like, <clears throat> why don't I? Because it's such a, such a fabulous crystal. The reason that I brought Moonstone along is it's all about new beginnings, it's all about growth, it's all about you aligning to the progress that you want to make and I just think, do you know what? there's no better crystal to bring along right now because we're all about seeing that change starting that chapter of our lives where you're putting you first and you're breaking free from the toxic shitty fitness diet culture and you're finally moving into like genuine health and happiness so it's the perfect crystal and let me stop talking about crystals because that's not what you're here for today you're here for very very important tips to help you see progress so let's get straight on into it so Before I do delve into that, I'm going to give you a quick little bit of context. So my lovely, lovely client, she had done uh, PT in um, in the past. She'd had PTs, she'd done other programs and she'd done diets before, but none of these ever taught her long-term shifts and none of them created her a nourishing lifestyle. Because basically what happens when we first spoke is she told me a little bit more about these experiences and in a nutshell, all they did, which is like a lot of programs and things out there, is they focused on quite extreme measures and a big fixation on numbers. And what was expected of her to achieve was just not fitting into her lifestyle. It was causing a lot of overwhelm, a lot of stress, and she was just struggling to keep up consistency after a few weeks because nothing was being suited to her. Um, This is a little bit of a tangent, but I will say it as well. And prior to joining these things, she had been told that she would be shown how to make a lifestyle. She'd been told that it'd be suited to her. She'd been told that it'd be flexible with food and it would fit into a lifestyle. But she got none of that. And this is like, for me anyway, so many red flags, I guess, within um, the, the industry sometimes is 
if somebody's saying to you that you're going to have flexibility with food, but then they're saying to you that you only can eat certain meals, or they're saying that you can have flexibility with food, but you're only allowed to eat two squares of chocolate in an evening, or you should only ever order the sea bass and veg when you go out for dinner, then I do sit here and actually go, is that actually flexibility with food? Because to me, that sounds like food rules and food restriction. Because my client at the time was told that's what she'd get. Yet every time she went out for dinner, she was told that she had to get sea bass or chicken and veg. And any other time she had something else, she'd be told off for it. Do you know what I mean? So there's just, there's some red flags out there. And she was told that she would get exercise and habits and things fitting into her routine yet she was also being told to do five workouts a week and do lots of cardio and hit a really high step goal which wasn't fitting in with her commuting to and from work and having a busy job and once again this is in my opinion it's what um it's one of those things where you're told something but you just don't get it and the reason I bring this up because I know my client felt the same as well and I know I felt the same and a lot of people have felt the same from these kind of programs and things in the past is it makes you feel like you're a failure now it makes you feel like you can't achieve progress and my client felt this way actually we, we spoke about it initially and she was saying to me like I feel like I'm gonna fail already and I've only just started and the reason why she felt this way isn't because she was a failure, it was because the programs and the PTs and the diets and all that stuff she'd done before were so far into toxic fitness culture that they were failing her because they weren't suited to her, they weren't giving her what she needed, they weren't supporting her mindset, but it made her feel like she was the failure because it didn't work out but it didn't work out because they just weren't right, they just weren't what she needed, and if you ever feel this way, by the way, that you're a failure, and you're never going to make progress, I just want you to take a moment and, and reflect on what you've done in the past, and maybe just check in with, has that failed you, because as long as you're trying, and you're showing up, you're not failing, you have what it takes, often what I see a lot within what I do, it's things that people have done in the past that has failed them, but made them feel like a failure because they didn't succeed, but how are you ever going to succeed if something isn't aligned to you, if you're being forced to exercise to six times a week, and um, meal prep all the time, and follow these, which, you know, we're told aren't strict approaches, but are strict, no doubt you're not going to succeed because it's not fitting into your lifestyle. So just remember, it's not that you're a failure. Nine times out of 10, it's because what you've done in the past, toxic diet culture has failed you. And it's it that's what has caused that barrier. But that is just a little bit of a tangent, but I do think it's really important um, to say within this conversation. So that's where my lovely client was at. She was in this place where she'd done these things before and all of these things basically just completely destroyed a food relationship. Um, lots of negative beliefs around food, lots of food guilt, uh, mindless eating, overeating, lots of guilt, just lots of stress of fixation around food. A big fixation on her body, on numbers, um, exercising to punish herself, to earn food. Um, just very much in that place, fixating on steps, like in a very, very negative headspace. And because of that, she every day felt like a battle with food exercise and she had such a 
skewed perception around health because she thought that health was defined just by her body and numbers and, and all things like that and because of this she just wasn't happy and she wasn't seeing any changes that she wanted she wasn't finding peace with food so what we've done and this is where you maybe want to start making some notes because I'm going to give you some really important steps right now to help you make progress is we changed all of that one of the biggest things that we've done and that we're still working on now, one of the biggest and most important things is we started focusing on moving away from and unlearning old mindsets and behaviours that weren't serving her. Really taking time to leave behind the fitness extremes and the extreme step goals and the fixation on numbers and the stress around food and those negative beliefs of like you can't have foods with oil and you can't have sweet foods unless it's the weekend, all of that stuff. We've took time to really start challenging and moving away from. Because actually, when we were talking, what we were realizing is a lot of her, and we see this quite a lot actually, is a lot of her behaviours around food and exercise were being triggered by these beliefs that she'd been taught in the past. She was overeating on food because in the past she was told that that food was bad and she shouldn't have it. So she felt guilty and that was triggering the overeating. She was trying to feel like she should do more exercise because in the past she'd been told that she should do X amount of workouts in order to see progress. Does this make sense? So a lot of behaviours are often triggered by the beliefs that you've been taught in the past and we have to unlearn those and move away from those to support you in shifting your behaviors around food body exercise so we've took a lot of time really setting you remember this actually from the episode that I did last week about setting those foundations and really starting to challenge beliefs and behaviors that weren't serving her because that is fundamental. So that's like your first step. You need to challenge and you need to do mindset work. Within that bracket as well, actually, we we, we looked into her past experiences as well. So like I say, past experiences with PTs, with other programs, and even within her childhood, because one thing that she was noticing a lot was emotional eating and overeating. And we was really delving into her past experiences in childhood that may have been impacting that one for example one thing that we identified is um perfectionism that was stemmed from um her younger years and because of that she felt like if something went wrong or she wasn't being perfect she'd failed and then she'd emotionally overeat so we've been able to work through these patterns to support working on a food relationship but also working through limiting beliefs and this is why i always encourage a lot of my clients and i encourage you to do the same is do check in with childhood because or past experiences because a lot of the time they will have an impact on your relationship with food, the relationship with your body and things like that. Like um, like my client, for example, when she was a bit younger, people would comment on her body. And unfortunately, I feel like this is a very common thing. I've experienced it as well. And just these situations and these scenarios, they will impact our behaviors and our beliefs and the way that we act and the way that we feel around food, exercise, etc. So starting to explore those is a very, very important step, not only just to bring awareness around them, but also then so you can start putting changes in place to support moving through them. So like I say, the first step that we did, it was really important 
with moving away from unaligned behaviors and beliefs, starting to change her habits around food and exercise, understanding the beliefs she has around food and exercise, and really starting to leave behind that toxic diet culture from her past, and really helping her shift her mindset and behaviors into more of a healthy and nourishing space. And that, as always, is one of the most important parts of your journey that you need to do. And now because of doing all of this, consistency is so much easier. She's so much more self-compassionate and she shifted her food relationship as well because we've been doing the inner work and the practical changes to help heal a food relationship. And not only that, what you tend to find is when you do this work on your mindset, and your beliefs and behaviors around like food, body, health, exercise, all of these different avenues, consistency becomes easier. So if we look at exercise, for example, it might be rather than exercising to earn food, punish yourself or just burn calories, we shift mindset to help you see that exercise is a form of self-kindness, that discipline is self-love and in, in encouraging yourself to move your body regularly is coming from a loving place and you're doing it because you get to and from a place of gratitude I guarantee you just from doing that consistency becomes so much easier because you get to show up and you're doing it from more of a positive place rather than a forced and negative place so as you can see simply just shifting your mindset around things allows consistency to become so much easier consistency isn't just about planning better scheduling more and doing all of those things obviously they help with you becoming more consistent but in order to actually be more consistent alongside the planning and the scheduling and all of that stuff you need to do the mindset work you need to reframe the way that you're viewing things and you need to shift your beliefs and your behaviors to help make consistency become easier that's a very very important factor the next thing that we did is we squashed perfectionism. We banished it, squashed it, we're getting rid of it. So basically, um, like I've just mentioned, a lot of perfectionism was being faced and this was impacting her consistency and showing up because let's say something didn't go to plan one day, she'd want to write the day off. I've definitely felt this myself as well. Or let's say that you know, those high standards and expectations kept creeping through, feeling like she should do more and more and more. So we've really took time to start working through perfectionism. And because of that, showing up has become so much easier and she's showing up more regularly because she has shifted this limiting belief. And also a big factor that we did within here, which I always mention on the podcast, is just embracing duality. You know, you're human and your journey is gonna have ups and downs. It's going to have things that thrown you away and obstacles and things aren't gonna go to plan. And then sometimes things are gonna go to plan and sometimes things feel good. And then sometimes things feel difficult and then you experience struggle and then you don't. And that's life. And I think, one of the biggest things, one thing that we've worked on that I encourage you to do as well is embrace that duality because if you have the mindset of I only show up when everything's going really good, you're never going to have consistent action and I'm going to tell you that from the most loving place possible and it's took me a while to realise this because you're never going to feel 10 out of 10 all the time and if you only show up when you feel 10 out of 10, you're never going to regularly show up. It's knowing that you can show up in some way no matter what, even if one day that is literally you just drinking enough water and getting 10 minutes of fresh air, however it looks, rather than thinking we only show up when things are going great, we just show up no matter what because duality, we look after ourselves in some way, whether we have downtime, whether we go for a walk, whatever it might be, very important to remember that 
And also opening your arms up to, to duality is a key factor to moving away from this perfectionism mindset because it's kind of like, this is life, <laughs> these things happen, things come up. So when they do, it becomes so much easier to move through. So rather than something not going to plan and leading to the snowball effect and, and sacking everything off, now it's a matter of, oh, something hasn't gone to plan. Oh, that's okay, how can I move through it? And once again, when you work through these limiting beliefs, whether it's perfectionism, self-doubt, fear of failure, whatever it might be, you then help long-term consistency and more health and happiness. So that's a very important factor, exploring your limiting beliefs that are holding you back or impacting you showing up or impacting your journey and allowing yourself to start working on those. The next thing that we did is completely shift a perspective towards exercise. Rather than exercising just to burn calories or rather than exercising um, in a really restrictive way, like five gym bro sessions, 12k steps a day, da 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 da, basically what she'd had to do before. None of that nonsense, not the vibe that we're about, but instead we completely shift the way that she was showing up for exercise, doing it from a place of kindness, gratitude, empowerment, alignment, going for that walk because it's a self, uh, form of self-kindness, doing that workout because she's grateful for a body and it's an aligned action, rather than, oh, I have to do this, I'm forcing myself, grind, 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 hustle, 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 She's now doing it from a place of actual care, which not only means it's helping her be a healthier version of herself and see progress, but also this is a lifelong shift. This isn't about exercising for 12 weeks and then chucking it in. This is about enjoying movement because of how it supports your mind, body, soul and keeping it up for life and by shifting mindset, very, very important. So we focused on daily movement and fitting it into her routine. When I say daily movement, we did not do any shitty gym bro sessions, ridiculous amounts of exercise and ridiculous step goals. In fact, we didn't even have a step goal. <laughs> we took, we put no step goal there. We were just focusing on consistent movement from a place of kindness and nourishment doing it because she knows that it supports her, her body and her mind. And as a byproduct of that, it's allowing her to see progress as well and actually enjoy movement again, doing workouts, doing walks, having variety and just loving movement. And she said to me, she's never been more consistent with exercise in her life because in the past she used to do it from a restrictive and forced place. Whereas now because she's not doing that, she's so much more consistent because she loves it. Another thing as well, like nutrition wise, there has been no macro targets. There's been no being told what to eat, no shitty meal plans. Instead, just working on a few key areas, which is the areas that I'd encourage you to work on as well. Aligned choices. So getting comfortable making aligned choices to what your body wants and needs and what's going to align you to your current goal right now. Flexibility with foods. So permission to eat all foods, really moving away from this mindset of, I can only eat X, Y, Z, certain foods are off limits and allowing herself permission to eat, which in turn, by the way, has supported her overcoming um, regular cycles of overeating, which is supporting her food relationship and consistency. More mindful eating and also priority, prioritizing healthful choices like fiber, protein, satisfying meals from a place of nourishment and kindness towards her body. And let me not forget, just enjoying social plans without guilt. So what we've really done is took her away from this place of intense macro targets, vicious cycles of overeating, no idea how to make aligned choices, mindless around food, and um, feeling at battle with food, to moving into aligned choices, nourishment, flexibility, 
flexibility, healthful choices, learning how to enjoy social plans, managing overeating, overcoming food guilt, which now once again means she's creating long-term consistency, progression and habits and also moving towards her goals. And let's be honest as well, being told to just hit certain macro targets and what to eat all the time is not a freaking vibe. I've been there, I've done that, it's not enjoyable. And this is why we want to still find that balance with food where we're eating for health and energy, but also for pleasure and satisfaction. So that is a key factor of seeing progress, really checking in with nutrition, not moving into this restrictive, forced fixation on numbers plays, but moving into more of a flexible approach is very, very important. And the last thing I want to say as well is the one of the key things that we've worked on, and this, in my opinion, is one of the areas that so many people don't talk about and so many people neglect, so I really would recommend to listen to this bit, is true commitment to downtime, fun, mindfulness, and mindset work. These have been pivotal. If you want to see long-term success, you cannot keep burning yourself out. You cannot keep neglecting downtime and rest and avoiding it. If you feel like it's hard to rest, we have to start exploring that because if you're never having downtime, you're always gonna burn yourself out and you're never gonna be consistent or you'll start hating your journey. Not only that, if you're not having fun, you're never going to be fulfilled on your journey. And if you're not fulfilled, you're going to be miserable and you're not going to want to keep it up. If you're not seeking mindfulness and looking after your mindset and your connection and your overall well-being, once again, you're not looking after your health and you're not creating long-term lifestyle. This is all about balance. It's not about going into your journey with this mindset of how much can I do? How much action can I take? How much progress can I see really fast? This is about coming into your journey and finally doing things differently where you are showing up, you are working on food and exercise and you're showing up, da-da-da, all of that stuff, but you're also having downtime. You're seeking balance, you're doing things that you enjoy, you're having fun, you're making memories, you're practicing gratitude, you're looking after mindfulness, you're finding balance and fulfillment because it's a balance between fulfillment and joy and all that fun stuff and showing up. We need to have both of them because if not, progress is so difficult to achieve and because we've been finding that balance where you know she's doing things that she enjoys regularly she's still going out with friends because one of her important values is time with family and friends she's having downtime and giving herself permission to do that all of this is allowing her to see more progress improve her health and improve her happiness and more importantly create a lifestyle so if you are really serious about seeing progress you need to allow that balance where you do show up and you do take action and you're not just sitting there and going, oh, progress is gonna come to me because you have to show up and make progress. Like positive change requires change, but also that you are seeking balance and you are being fulfilled and you're having time for you and you're having downtime and you're still enjoying your life. Your journey should never take over your life. It should fit into it and just be a lifestyle. And this is why seeking that balance is really, really important. So they are key, key areas to work on when it comes to your progression, if you're relating to my client's journey. 
The big one, first of all, is working through old mindsets and behaviors and doing um, habit change, really working on mindset and setting those foundations. The next one is really starting to like look into childhood past experiences. Then working on limiting beliefs like perfectionism, self-doubt, all of those things and managing them. Shifting your perspective and relationship with exercise, working on your food relationship and also your healthy and flexible approach with exercise and then finding that balance. These are key fundamental areas and I'm mad that I'm sharing this because honestly it's going to help you so much focusing on these and this will help you get to where you want to be and it just gives you a little bit of a look of kind of that very healthful, compassionate and really just life-changing approach that you can take to get to where you want to be and it's not just fixating on a step goal and being made to do loads of workouts is so much more than that when you want to get to true health and happiness if you are listening to this and you're relating and this sounds really good and you love that approach and you really do want to finally create a lifestyle no more yo-yo cycle really really start to get to where you want to be see the progress find peace with food and exercise and just become a healthier and happier you then you are my kind of person you're my queen you're the exact kind of person that I work with and I would absolutely love to help you on this journey as well and take you through this process so you can finally change your life and get to where you want to be because that's what I'm all about not here to give you some boring macro targets and a step goal I'm here to actually change your life shift your mindset your lifestyle your behaviors and help you become a more flourishing and thriving version of yourself if that's sounding good jump to my instagram drop me a dm let's have a conversation or go to the link in my show notes and fill in the uh, one-to-one application form and let's have a conversation no pressure no forcing to join up we can just chat see what's best for you and then we can see what's the best off the back of that but I'd absolutely love to help you boss your goals become a healthier happier you and finally sack off the toxic diet culture that is not serving you so if that is you please reach out because the best investment you'll ever do is is it within yourself my client has always said that she's like I'm so pleased I've gone for it so I'd absolutely love to support you so reach out let's have a chit chat and I just want to say as well thank you so much for joining me on today's episode very very different to what I usually do I just think sometimes it's really nice to hear a actual story of somebody making that progression and steps that you can take to help you get there as well so thank you so much for joining me I hope you have a magical week and I'll speak to you all in the next episode